Welcome to Life with Lori. Today, we are on Grace Street with President and CEO of Charisma Media, Steve Strang. And now, here's your host, Lori Graham Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life with Lori. I'm here on Grace Street with a live studio audience. I brought a little part of the Phoenix set with me from Studio C, and I have an extra special guest. I know I say that a lot, but really, Steve Strang, you are really an extra special man of God, and it is an honor to have you here with us. We love you. This ministry loves you, and you believed in us, and you've stood with us. Steve is the CEO of Charisma Media. Charisma, I don't know, you know, if any of you, for, oh, so for so many years, I have received Charisma Magazine and have, have always... And you've been on the cover once. I, I, I was actually on the cover once. I know, it's just humbling to even think about that. I never dreamt in a million years that that would happen to me. And, um, of course, I never dreamt in a million years I'd be married to Jim Baker. But, but <laughs> God, but God had something so special, and um, it's been such an honor and a joy. And just to say this real quick, to be, to be uh, Jim's wife, and I will say, just throw this out here for you, because I uh, want to say, first of all, Happy New Year. This is 2020. This is my first show of the new year, Steve. And my first time to be on your show Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. So exciting to have you and here. And your story is so exciting, and of course, I've known about it for a long time. Yeah. And to see how God put you and Jim together, and then to see how you've grown. Thank you. I mean, you weren't really a broadcaster when you married him, were you? No. And you helped him build this ministry yes. from the ground up. Yes, and yes. And it has been, it's, it's been exciting, and it's been um, humbling. And God, though, gets, he gets all the praise and all the honor. And I am, you know, I really felt so led to have Steve here today because this is 2020, and we are in that few months before our next presidential voting election time. You could help me with that. That's right. Because I'm and, a little weird. And there's so much at stake yeah. this time. So much at stake, more than ever before. And I, I know, as for me, even during my crazy years, I always voted. No matter what, I always went to the polls and voted. I, because I, I always believe that is such a, a, a privilege to be able to do and living in this amazing country that we get to live in. And be born and raised in. And then, you know, and so I've, I've always kind of struggled with people who don't go vote. You know, and I'm not I judging them. But I'm I like, why don't you go vote? Whatever you are passionate about or whichever side you're on. What do you I vote. I voted every time um, since I was old enough to vote. Me too. Um, except once. In Florida, we have these little runoff elections. And there was a very minor runoff yeah. election that yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I was trying to have a perfect record. <laughs> But uh, I think it's important to vote. It, and well, I, you know, yes. even though we now can vote absentee, at least in my state, yes, yes. I like going to the polls. Me too. There's something about it, isn't it? That experience of going to the poll is so fun. I know we always make it. I know with our staff, we even give them time off to go to vote and make sure that they do vote on, on voting day, and especially for the presidential elections. But I want to share with you Steve's newest book. Listen, I'm just getting to know it. It's literally, we introduced it on the Jim Baker Show. And it's only now, been off press a few days. It has been, and it's beautiful. First of all, it's a beautiful book. Of course, Steve is a publisher, so he, he does make beautiful books. But he's also 
an author, a writer. Well, I'm, you know, originally I was, I'm a journalist. You're a journalist. And yes. uh, I was in secular journalism. I could mm -hmm. kind of see, even back then, it was pretty liberal. And I just sort of made a decision that I didn't want to spend my career in that environment. I was seeing the early versions of what we're very accustomed to today. Mm -hmm. And I had an idea to do a little magazine. Yes, a little magazine. A little magazine. <laughs> it was very little, let me tell you. It and, uh, so in a way... But we don't despise small no, beginnings, do we? No. You know, there's a, a good thing about being small uh, or starting small. Pat Robertson said you can make all your mistakes kind of in secret. It's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> instead of everybody knowing about it. That's but right. by God's grace, it grew. And I've spent my life just reporting on what the Holy Spirit is doing, reporting on what's happening in the church. And we love and now all the And I've published many books. In fact, I think I've published many. about 2,000 books. Oh, And now my. at this stage in my life, I decided to you know, write some books, mm -hmm. uh, mainly because I felt there was an untold story after the 216 election. Right. Uh, there exactly. were books written about it that didn't mention uh, evangelicals, didn't mention the God aspect. And, you know, there were, there were prophets that prophesied mm -hmm. that Trump would win. Right. And right. we played that up on our website and in Charisma Magazine. Yes. But it wasn't widely known. And I felt that the story needed to be told mm -hmm. kind of for posterity. And yes. I was so involved with it, I thought, yeah. I'm going to write it myself instead of finding a writer. I think it's brilliant. And, you know, you, your first couple books was what? God, God and Donald Trump, Trump was the first one. Mm -hmm. That was the miracle and the spiritual aspect of his a miraculous win. And then the second one, Trump Aftershock, which I also introduced right here yes, uh, yes, at Morningside. You sure did. Uh, it was on the, the amazing first couple of years. And then when the, I didn't really want to write a third Trump book, but with the election coming up, I, this one is written before the fact. The others were more like writing after the fact. Right. And this is my attempt to let Christians understand what's going on mm -hmm. and what's at stake and why we cannot be complacent. And right. I even have a chapter in there on why he might lose. That's exactly right. And, um, but before we, before we get a little more serious with this, I do want to just share with you, Steve walked in um, today and with a gift from him and his beautiful wife, Joy, look at this. Trump 2020, keep America great. Look at this hat, ladies. Woo, that's called bling. <laughs> you know I'm going to be wearing this around, and I'm going to be wearing it when I go vote for my president, Donald J. Trump. I'm not kidding. And you'll see me. I'll show you pictures, and that, of course, is a few months away. But, but you know, this is what I really wanted to talk about. I want to talk about this book. I want to talk about your new book, brand new. I love, I've already, I'm already, like, I'm totally getting into it. I love it. I think it's brilliantly written. But what I want to talk about is I want to talk to women. I am struggling a little bit with the suburbia women, so to speak. They kind of call them that. Like, they don't, you know, the evangelical suburbia women. Now, I can talk to the women about this, Steve. Maybe, you know, you're going to help us understand. But I've struggled a little because they say, well, that's the only place where he drops in the polls a little bit. What, because they don't like his language or they don't like this. Like me, I'm like, you need to kind of get over all that because look what this man has done for this country thus far in, in the midst of it all. I'm that person that stands in front of the television um, every Trump rally. I'm like, I'm like, Jim, 
the president's on tonight, or anytime he's on, I'm like, and I stand there and I cheer him on. I pray for him every day. I pray for his family. I pray for Melania every day, for all of his, his entire family every day. Played the precious blood of Jesus over them, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And this man has literally been a supernatural miracle and a man who's been appointed by God for such a time as this and anointed by God. And so I say to evangelical, as they call all of us, I guess, um, is that the right term? Well, you know, the, the real term is Christian, but yeah, Christian, know, but they Christian call means the, yeah. so many things. Right. It, is it Eastern Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, right. Roman Catholic, exactly. liberal Protestant? So Evangelical, the word has been around for a long time, but it wasn't really used until Billy Graham came along to differentiate himself between the fundamentalists on one side right. and the liberal social gospel Christians on the other. That's so So true. I've been asked on secular TV what is an evangelical, and I say they're Bible-believing, yes. <laughs> born-again, yes. church-going, yes. tithe-baying Christians. Right. That's and it. it's That's basically it. Christians who believe the Bible, so they means they believe the virgin birth, they believe that Jesus died on the cross, yes. they believe that you have to believe in him for re redemption, and you take it seriously in yes. the fact that you live it. It's not just something you do on Christmas and Easter. That's right. And the secular media doesn't really understand it and didn't even pay much attention until they, we kind of showed up as a voting block. Right. Because, you know, back when Eisenhower was mm -hmm. president, even when Kennedy ran and so forth, evangelical Christians were not identified. Now, of course, they voted, but it really wasn't until Jimmy Carter came around. That is so and true. And he talked about being an evangelical. That's and right. suddenly, uh, the secular press started uh, paying attention. Uh, but most evangelicals vote Republican, and most of them voted, 81 or 82% voted for Donald Trump, and it made the difference. It really made the difference. Oh, absolutely it did. This last time, because Trump only won by 80,000 votes spread over three states. Wow. And, um, and so it's, it's very important that Christians vote. Now, why do they vote that way? I mean, we talked a little bit about this on the Jim Baker show. They uh -huh. voted partly because what the other side represents. That's right. It's almost like we have no option. That's right. When you look at the platforms, when you look at, when we say the Oh, they're side, night and day different. Total night and day. And that's why Jim and I, you know, came together in the, two, in the 2016 election and said, we are standing up and we are making it known to the whole world, you know, via television and media that we stand for the Republican platform because of number one, pro-life. That was number one. And pro-Israel. And pro-Israel, yes. And, of course, traditional families. Yes. All the things that we think are so important. Now, there are other, a lot of other issues, and Christians can disagree. Maybe uh, gun control. Now, I'm a strong believer that we have Second Amendment yes, rights. me too. But I'm not going to break fellowship with someone if, they, if they're a little bit liberal like that. And right. there's other things, immigration, uh, how we spend money on infrastructure, Mm -hmm. uh, how much money we put on education, all those are important issues, mm -hmm. and we all need to have uh, an opinion and vote for our candidate. But on some of these issues, yeah. they're, they're life and death issues. That's exactly Abortion right. Abortion is a life and death yes, issue. It really, really is. Israel is life and death yes, it in is. the sense of if it's overrun and all those people are killed and That's so forth. Right. Well, and these are things that God says. These are, this is about what God says, that we're talking about the godly principles of 
don't kill, you know, with, when it comes to abortion. Don't shed innocent blood. I mean, I can go on and on. Listen, I've been through abortion. I understand the whole thing. Unfortunately, I've, I've been through all of that, and it's heartbreaking, and you never, ever, ever forget it. But here's what I want you women to understand. You know, so I was talking to Steve about this. I said, you know, when it comes to women, and he already knew this. Steve, I'm kind of proud of you for knowing this. Um, but, there, you know, there's like, there's five things that a woman, you know, one, two, three, four, five things that are most important to women in life. One, two, three, four, five things that are most important to men in life and, and what men are. And the number one thing for a woman is security. I was shocked that you knew that. Because, I'm, listen, honestly, I, I'm married. Okay. I know, but most men don't know that. You don't know how most men listen, don't know that. You don't know my wife, Joy, very well. She's wonderful, and I'm going to get in trouble for even mentioning her name because she's very private. I love she her. is strong. She could run General Motors. Mm. Yet I have learned that she needs to be secure. That's right. And even it's secure on things like me keeping my word on what time I'm going to be home, mm -hmm. so the day's not all in, right. <laughs> up in our, That's and right. I know that if I, that, you know, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> That's right. Well, you're, yeah, uh-huh. Boy, and you're a smart lots of, man. You got it. There's lots of ways that you, a woman needs to be secure. Right. Finances is one of them. Yes. And if a man does not provide for the family. Right. That, that marriage is actually in jeopardy. Maybe not today, mm -hmm. but at some point. Mm -hmm. But women also want to be secure in the sense of not having to fear crime. That's it. Crime in the streets, mm -hmm. not living with the fear of something happening with our government That's where we right. might, there might be war. Now, thankfully, we're not facing that right no, now, no. but we're facing different kinds of war. We are. And this president is very, very this is why I like pro-borders. And you have, this, you have this in your book. You know, you talk about God loves borders. You have a whole chapter on it. And, and I know in It's a little bit of a play on words. Of course, it's dealing with the immigration issue. Well, yeah. But I also look at what the Bible says. The Bible says a lot about borders. Yes, and what nations mean mm -hmm. and how you treat the foreigner. That's right. And God is very much inter in, interested in nations being nations. He yes. set up nations. He yes. set up the children. Uh, of course, the children of Israel and the, right. and the nation of Israel. Um, but also, we need borders in our lives. Yes, we do. You know, we absolutely do. So what, what would be a border? Fidelity in marriage is a border. Mm -hmm. It means that you just don't go out and, and right. sleep with anyone you want to. Right, exactly. And, it's good. you know, I believe that Donald Trump is a strong leader. Yes. He's a strong father. Yes. His kids have turned out very well. Look at him. Oh, my goodness. How now, many... he's, he's had his own failures in life. Well, who hasn't? And, and who know. hasn't? But he's strong, and he's keeping America strong. And I yes. would think that that would make women feel more secure. It does. It you... makes us feel safe. It makes us feel more secure. I just can't imagine somebody not wanting to... Vote from, for that reason too, alone. And, of course, being... But on the other side, and, you know, this is not just Republican, Democrat. No. I mean, they land in anymore. one party or the other. Right. But the other side, they want sanctuary cities. Right. Which means you've got criminals who are illegal aliens going around. That's what right. does that mean? <clears throat> it means crime. The other side, a lot of them want transgender bathrooms, mm -hmm. which mean your children are going to, yes. who knows what they're going to see. Children, I mean, it's heartbreaking to see. And, and those are just a couple of kind of yeah. superficial examples of, of the society is almost like in mm -hmm. chaos, mm -hmm. and that makes people feel less secure. I think that Donald Trump, just being a strong man, most of these women would probably want 
a, a husband yeah. <laughs> or a father in their lives that That's were right. strong like that. Yes, absolutely. And because Donald Trump is very strong, but he, and he won't, you know, of course, everybody knows that if you punch him, he's going to punch back. Mm -hmm. But if you know him personally, and there's a whole chapter in there yes. on what Donald Trump is really like, he's yeah. really very nice, he's funny. Yes. And he's a people, he loves people. He loves people. He lo He cares about people. He loves this country. And, and he's very generous with his uh, donations and yes. so forth. And, um, you know, that's, that's well known. But um, he's the kind of leader I think that we really need in Absolute, this country. Absolutely. And, you know, even with all this pressure, all this pressure that would crush most people. Oh. He's calm. It doesn't seem to bother him. And here's an example. He, don't you, haven't you seen the pictures of presidents when they go into office and then after four years? Mm -hmm. They age like 15 years. Yes. yes. Donald Trump looks exactly the same. Looks great. He you know, does. It hasn't know. aged him at all. I know. And he seems to be having a good time. He does. And Paula White Kane, yes, who is a friend of yours. Love Paula. She explained it to me that because he surrounds himself with his family, mm -hmm. they have their little uh, traditions. He mm -hmm. plays chess with Baron as often as he can fit it in. Mm -hmm. You know, he spends his weekends golfing, which he enjoys. Mm -hmm. He does things to make himself feel secure mm -hmm. to help counterbalance all this pressure. Now, actually, that's a good example for all of us. We it all need, actually is, yeah. because all of us have stress of a different kind. We sure do. And but I just, I had never thought about the fact that he hadn't aged. Paula was actually the one that mentioned that. And I thought, that's absolutely I, right. Also, because he is pro-life. He stands for life. And that is of the utmost importance. And he stands, he is putting judges in, in the, in the whole judicial system that are are conservative judges. And this is going to be, I've actually heard it said by different people like Newt Gingrich and other people. I've heard it said that he will go down in history probably as one of the greatest presidents because of putting the judges, the conservative judges in, in places. And, that, and we need that. We absolutely have to have that. And it's a miracle how that has all, you know, come about. The other thing is he has strengthened our military, and I know our son, Ricky, is in the military. Do you, do you know that how much comfort that has given me, knowing that our military was so torn down, unfortunately, well, a lot by the A lot of the planes wouldn't even fly because they, they didn't have extra parts or whatever. Right. It and was scary. It was scary. And knowing, I, and I told Ricky, I said, listen, I wouldn't want you in the military under any other president than Donald J. Trump right now. I'm just, that's just how it is. And he, and he was actually the first one to vote for him. Ricky, Ricky is God-fearing, and he is a, you know, he's an amazing man of God, and, but he, he's also very, very patriotic. So when I asked him, so who are you voting for? And he said, Donald J. Trump. This is in 2016, his first time to vote. And I was so proud of him because we weren't trying to tell them what to, who to vote for. So that was, that was exciting. So Eric Metaskis, who I'm just really kind of starting to listen to and get to know, he did the foreword of your book, and it's really excellent. But he, like, and he said it in here. He has appointed uh, justices of the originals, bent, meaning the whole constitution, you know, um, and of course advocated for religious liberty. 
He's moved to protect our borders and our citizens. He supports Israel, of course, moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Which several presidents promised to do. Yes. And every six months, they would sign some kind of waiver to, you know, as they say, kick the can down the road. But right. Donald Trump, and, and the reason was, they said, if we move the embassy, war is going to break out. Mm-hmm. But Donald Trump moved the embassy, mm-hmm. and war did not break out. Nope. There was a little bit of rock throwing, but hey, there's rock throwing a lot over in that part of the world. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. And I believe that, um, in fact, Jonathan Conway wrote the Oracle. Which you you are the publisher of all of Rabbi's books. Thank you. But he believes that him moving the embassy and the decision to make move the embassy was in 2017 that that was on one of the 50-year things, and that it's significant that it kind of, um, as far as the world was concerned, kind of said Jerusalem is the everlasting capital of Israel, which, of course, the Jews believe. Well, absolutely. And we only have a few minutes left. Can you believe, Steve? Uh, And, of course, the president has created so many jobs for for this great country. This book is absolutely excellent, and you unpack all this, you break it down, and everybody needs to get at least one copy of this book for um, a gift or, or just buy it, you know, uh, Life with Lori, $20, God, Trump, and the 2020 election by Stephen Strang. You can call one 777 3530 or go to ptlshop.com slash Life with Lori. And you'll be able just to go right there, get everything. I Also, we have a friend's offer, and I'm just going by memory right now because it's not a teleprompter. So the friend's offer is what I call the friend's offer is three books for $55. So, and I always do that. I always do one for me, one for my best friend, Bobby, one for my best friend, Susan. I always send them books. And I just talked to Bobby the other day. She's like, Lori, the books you've sent me are so amazing. Thank you so much. And then, or you can go and get the Baker's Dozen, which I love doing. I kind of, it's like a missionary. I keep them in my car, actually. I'm going to be doing this with your book, Steve, and and handing this out. You never know who's going to come along the pathway of your life. And they're going to need some clarity. This book gives clarity. Yeah, if you listen to the media... After a while, you start believing a little bit of it, like maybe maybe there's something wrong. When really, my book helps you understand what's going on. I try to make the case, almost yes. like a lawyer would make the case, but made it in a very readable style. You Every do. chapter is almost written like a magazine article because, you know, I'm a magazine guy. Yes, you are. And uh, people can skip and jump around. There's a whole section on what the spiritual dimension is. Yes. I talk about signs in the heavens and prophecy. And, and also there's a lot of insider kind of stuff you don't hear in the media about what's going on in Washington and different things that I think people will find very, very interesting. Absolutely. We always want to, you know, get behind the scenes and get in the know there. And I know, Steve, you've been to so many of the Trump, well, a few of the Trump rallies. You were just at one with um, a lot of the leaders, evangelical leaders, it, or it faith-based. Was a kick, it was a kickoff in Miami mm-hmm. um, on the 3rd of January, yeah. and uh, they launched the Evangelicals for Trump exactly. Coalition. Exactly. And I was happy to be there. And yes, and you were there in Orlando when that's right. the president said he was going to he, run he again. He announced, and that was last June, mm-hmm. and I've probably watched, watched it on TV a dozen times. Right, exactly. And it's always a lot of fun. He's, <laughs> I find his personality oh. 
what are we hysterical. Do? Just me too. I have so much fun. Like I'm like, I said to Jim, I said, listen, if God, if our, if people get out and vote, women, come on, women, we're the ones that lead. Really, I mean. We know the men are supposed to be the leader, but we're the one. Look at the church world. I mean, we're the ones that lead. We're the ones that 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 have influence over our families, and just just by talking. My wife says that I'm the head of the family, but she's the neck. That's and right. Turns the head. That's right, and she's right <laughs> all day long. <laughs> but all that to say that really. We have to get out and vote. And you talk about that, you know, in, in your book. It's not just praying. Of course, prayer is of the utmost. We have to action. But we have to go to action, and we have to get out there and influence those other people in our lives. And we as women have that. We have that. We're influencers. And I am so excited to hear reports of of all of you getting the book. Every single person needs at least one copy of the book for yourself. And then that way, you, you, you'll be able to influence people just by, just by educating yourself a little bit more. I think it's excellent to educate. I love being around intelligent people. I love learning from people and others and those who have gone before me. And, and then you won't feel intimidated if don't. somebody throws up an objection that you've never really thought about. That's I, right. And there's stories in there about how people have persuaded others, and there's just, I even have talking points and what to say to yes. some of your Democratic friends or maybe right. even some of your Christian friends that aren't too sure about uh, the president. Exactly. But there's too much at stake. There. We have to overlook some of that superficial stuff. That's right. And to realize that the we real do. policies and the direction of this country is more important. Exactly. And our time is gone already. But you do have a, a you have a chapter in here, Promises um, made, made, Promises, promises kept. kept. And he has. I love my president. <laughs> like nobody has any idea how much I love him. I, I tell Jim all the time, don't get jealous. I love you, Donald J. Trump. He's our president. And the, and the president <laughs> loved you guys because he... He's watched you on TV. Yeah, he, he called Jim to thank he him. He did after the last that. election, and so we have to say goodbye. But remember, pray for our president, and get out there and vote. And women, this is our time because this is our time of grace. God, and everyone talks about it as Christians that that have you know been on this side, um, evangelicals who say, this has been our grace time. This has been our time of reprieve. This has been our time of respite. It can, we can have another four years so that, you know, God can do more and we, we can win more souls for the kingdom of God and we can do great things for the Lord. But I'm going to tell you what, if he's not reelected because people get they just think, well, he's going to go ahead. It's going to happen anyways, Christians especially. No, we have to get out there and vote. And like you said, it's fun to get out there and, and just go to the booth and, and, and get out there in the ballot. It's all right. People have given their lives so that we have the right to vote. That's right. Steve Strang, it's been an honor to have you. Thank you for Thank coming you. on Life with Lori. I love you. you and so much. Yeah, I love you so much. You, you've been a friend to Jim for years and a friend to me and give joy our love. I'll do that. And I just want to say at the end of the, I know we got to go, but here, here's the sweetest thing, which I thought was kind of cute. At the, you dedicate, you dedicate this to your wife, Joy. I know we're not supposed to talk about her that much, I guess, but Joy, I, um, 
This is kind of cute. He writes, to my wonderful wife, Joy, who loved me even when I was a Democrat. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We have to go remember, connect with me on all different ways of social media, Facebook, all the different things, the PTL Network app, and all the different ways of social media. And you'll have fun looking at even past programs that we've done throughout this past year. Or remember to call 1-888-777-3530 or go to ptlshop.com forward slash life with Lori and get your book right away or get your baker's dozen and be a missionary. And that is um, for $200 to the ministry or the friends and family or friends offer. I call it friends offer, friends and family and, and do that as well. So for now... We say goodbye. I'll see you next time on Life with Lori.